the Willow and Margot Show. Welcome back to our podcast. This is episode two. Um, and first of all, I would like to make a little disclaimer. Um, the more you listen to this show, I know we said this in our intro, the more we get paid. And what we plan on doing with that money um, is actually buy some lingerie from Victoria's Secret. So please watch this show. Listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. We know that, like, you may hear people asking for money and you're like, what's the cause? Um, we have a cause in mind. We, a while back, we went to Victoria's Secret and we realized that we were ready to graduate from normal bras. To sex bras. The really fun, sexy stuff. Mm-hmm. Even, even just for TV watching. And, um. Just sitting around feeling cute. Um, and I know you want the best for us because the better that we feel, the more interesting our podcasts are. So please support to the cause. Listen, 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 and you will not be disappointed. Yes. Great. All right. Um, should we start with our dreams? You can go first. Yeah. Daily dream remembrance. Um, I couldn't remember like any of my dreams from ever but the first thing that came to mind was i once dreamt that gabe from good luck charlie had this thing with the the girl from dog with a blog wait which girl sabrina carpenter no isn't she in dog with a blog no (laughs) remember that girl she kind of small she had brown hair yeah 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 so gabe from good luck charlie had a thing with her she's kind of out of his league yeah, well, but she was in Good Luck Charlie, and they had a thing in Good Luck Charlie. It wasn't even a creative dream, really. Mm-hmm. But in the dream, they were just so cute together, and I was so excited for them. That's great. And I always remembered that. That's great. Um, I had a dream um, just the other day. I was struggling to think of a dream for today, and I remembered this. Um... I think I've had a lot of dreams about New York. I guess I miss New York a little bit. Um, I was walking around in Park Slope, and I was hanging out with this guy who um, I hooked up with, like, a long time ago. And mystery man, nobody gets to know who it is. And we went to his house, and um, he's, like, we said hi to his mom, but, like, I guess his house was so big that, like, we, I don't know, we went to this other passage of it. And then we were, like, watching TV, and um, he was, like, what should we do? And I was like, I don't know. And so then he put on a TV show and I was like, so bored. I was like, I'm here for one reason, you know? So I was just like, do you want to hook up? And he was like, okay, let me finish this episode. (laughs) Pretty rude, but whatever. And then we start, we're like on his bed and we're making out. And then all of a sudden he turns into like a 12 year old who's really (laughs) obese. And... (laughs) That um, it was he actually turned into the twelve year old from ten fifteen. Um, he kind of looked exactly like that in the dream, and that was my whole dream. And I got a little grossed out. Now every every time I think of him, I think of that twelve year old. Wait, that's so weird. <laughs> I know. I once had a similar dream. <laughs> no way. What was it? 
Wait, is this offensive? Chubby. Okay. Like, Wait, I mean, obese isn't offensive. It's just a term. Yeah. It's not. Okay. And he was, like, really rich. And I was <laughs> oh, my kind God. Of, like, he was rich in my dream, too. And, yeah, he was kind of spoiled. And I was, like, a bit of his prostitute or whatever. And he was, like, really disappointed in me. <laughs> Wait, why <laughs> did we have the same dream? Like, I got the same vibes from him. Wait, that's so weird. That's crazy. Like, disappointment vibes? Yeah, disappointed vibes. Wow. So weird. Yeah. All right. Um, I also wanted to, this is kind of similar to dreams. I want to talk about some high thoughts I had, some pretty funny high thoughts. Um, maybe I'll do one an episode. Today's funny thought I had in this summer I think this is actually a pretty genius idea. Um, I think they should make beds that are the consistency of human flesh. And the sheets are really silky, not skin-like feeling, maybe a little bit, um, but it doesn't like look like flesh because that would be gross. So that when you sleep in it, it feels like an all-around hug for eight hours, a good eight-hour REM hug. I really love that. Like a hug. Uh-huh. In a bed, and it, it, I feel like it would feel so natural. Yes, and then it's like when it could be good for when you're single and you kind of just want to sleep with someone, but it's it's just you, or for couples who want to add a little <laughs> extra fun to their life. Their it's life. so. I just can't, that would feel so weird, like like a water bed, but better. It would be such a strange new experience. And it would be, like, a little bit heated to, like, the perfect temperature. You know? Yeah. That's really nice. I'm really into that. Yeah. Um, um while we're talking about, like, skin, I guess we... <laughs> well, speaking of skin... <laughs> I think we should get into sort of... Another pretty interesting thing that happened to us one time. Um, when was this? Was this like seventh grade, eighth grade? I think, yeah, maybe even earlier. You know, actually, no, it was sixth grade because it was the year of the election. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Wait, no, the election was in seventh grade. No, it was twenty sixteen. Seventh. We actually, that's so weird. We just had this fight in Amstead. I don't even know what that is. Oh, in my, like, history class. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was sixth or seventh grade, and we were in this friend group. It was a pretty close-knit friend group. But there was this one friend, and she was always a little bit off. Like, just kind of strange, and, like, something about her was just a little bit creepy. Um, like, she was very sweet. She was, like, one of those girls that's really sweet and quiet, but, like, a little bit to the point where you feel like she wants to kill you. And we both had that thought separately. Completely and, separately. And because she would do things like, for example, one time there was a dead squirrel outside my house. Oh, my and God. And else went inside and was scared of it, and she just stood out there and kind of stared at it. She watched it for, like... 15 minutes and then your mom had to like come out and like bring her inside 
had to like peel her away from that dead squirrel. I think she even like touched it. It was so weird. So weird. And then we had this sleepover. It was it was someone's like slumber birthday party. Like everyone in middle school always had slumber parties. And we were like sleeping in the basement and we were like all asleep, right? And then I wake up at like four in the morning. Like everyone had gone to sleep at like twelve or one. And then I see her and she's standing up at the bottom of the staircase watching everyone sleep. I was so scared. I like I was just kind of groggy. I like woke up because I was thirsty and then I went back to sleep. Like dry throat and all. And another thing, sometimes at school, she was always so sweet and quiet as Willa described. But every now and then, like we would be doing homework or something small and she would just get so angry and she would just roar. (laughs) In the middle of the library, like, And it was, it was the most piercing anger I've ever witnessed. It was it even more directed at me and me. But like we felt these feelings, and we hadn't even talked about it yet. Like we didn't even know that we were both creeped out by her. And so one day, I don't know how it came up. I think we were afraid to mention it. But one day, we were just like, wait something weird is happening here and then even our parents noticed it like we would bring it up with our parents and they would be like something's not right about that girl and so we kind of let that sit for a few weeks maybe a few months um and then one day we were sitting in class we were in the same class actually and we were called into like the advising guidance office thing by our by the vice principal and they sat us down, and they literally told us that they were concerned. First, it should be noted that a few weeks prior, we had, like, kind of brought it up to the teachers. Yeah, and nobody believed us. People were just okay. like, you're being yep. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they told us that they were, like, a little concerned about her. But, like, we didn't really realize that yet. So they were kind of just asking us some questions about her and, like, about her behavior. Um, and then later, they discovered a journal of hers, and in the journal... It was a school journal! What? It was a school journal. It was for, like, humanities or, like, English or whatever. And then they discovered in the journal that she had written a, a, a detailed, a decisive plan about trying to kill us. I kid you not. There were details. There were times. There were dates. There were every little detail that you would need for a plan to kill someone she had. And we were like 11. This was a plan that like a smart, like. It was impressive. Yeah, like they it was impressive. Up. Yeah. Um, and they asked us about it. And it was, that was probably one of the scariest moments of my life. I think even the <laughs> teachers were scared. Yeah. So I remember like writing in our journals next to each other and i was writing about like what i was gonna do when i got home i was gonna maybe bake or something watch the tv um watch nickelodeon and she was she would always hide her notebook like she wouldn't let people see it in class and anyways later they like did some investigation or whatever and turns out this girl was like 
expelled from her last school. Like, we knew she had left school, but we thought it was because she was, like, held back or something. She was expelled from her other school because she, like, she tried to kill somebody. Like, she tried to, like, injure them. Like, she stabbed them with a pencil or something like that. It was crazy. But the saddest thing is that um, they just, she wasn't even expelled. They, from our school. Yeah. They suspended her for a day and then just, like, sort of put her in a weird anger management program. And then the anger management people realized that she was a threat, and now she's in juvie. Like, she's been in juvie for, like, five years. I think she actually attempted to kill somebody in her anger management group. I think that's why. (laughs) So that's our experience of when... Our best friend tried to kill us in middle school. Story time. Yeah. yeah. Kind of another fun story. Um, and if anybody's wondering, a little update about our dads. Um, a couple days ago, they actually adopted a cat together. Would you like to elaborate it's, on that? Its name is Ploinky. Because that's what the guy at the Russian bath's name is. They named it after the Russian bath guy who, like, got them together. And um, it's really weird because they do not live together. They have joint custody of a cat. It's like a legal joint custody. Like, they adopted a cat together. (laughs) And it's so cute. It's tiny and orange. Mm -hmm. Just like the guy at the spa. (laughs) Tiny and orange. (laughs) But they won't let anybody touch it. Like, I haven't even pet the cat yet. And I want to. And they have it, like, sequestered in a room in my house. And my dad has a special room set aside, too. And, like, the nobody's allowed to go in that room. It's usually, like, the guest room, but they turned it into, like, the cat room. Really weird. Um, oh, here's a good story. We talk a lot about middle school. That's kind of where... Our craziest life happened. Um, But one day we adopted a fish together. And? Um, We we knew we didn't really want any more at home pets. But... Our parents, like, wouldn't let us have any more pets at home. Yeah. But there was a kid at school who had, like, kind of disappeared midway through the year. He had left to go to Texas or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember who you're talking about now. Yeah. I don't really remember the details, but we um we knew there was an empty locker. In the basement. On, the, on, like, the basement floor, there was, like, just an empty locker. And so um we, like, brought our fish tank to school. And we kept a fish in that locker for, like, a couple weeks until the maintenance janitor found it. (laughs) That was a good time. Like, imagine how much more fun school is when you you come to school with that mission. Do you have to, like, feed it, look after it? Um, And we we actually got a special kind of fish that was, like, good at living in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think it was dead for a while before we even realized it um yeah so i think we should introduce to the podcast um cordelina and scott alina yes so 
Actually, um, I'll go get Cordelina. I know you can't see her. Okay. So, um, a couple weeks ago, before I left New York, um, me and Morgan went to Target together. Um, we had so much fun in Target. And uh, I was shopping for a present for my eight-year-old cousin. And I guess she doesn't really like dolls anymore, but me and Margo were just astonished by, like, how many new advanced toys they had. And we were like, you know what? If I'm getting this girl a present, might as well treat ourselves. So the dolls were only, like, $9. Pretty good deal. And we got ourselves matching Barbie dolls. And, you know, they've really just... They're a great source of support in our lives now. And we get, we both like sewing, so we sew them clothes. And I just feel like, what I just, I keep Cordelina with me, and I really think she gives me a lot of support. Mm-hmm. And mine's Scott Alina. Cordelina after Courtney Kardashian, Scott Alina after Scott Disick. Dream couple. We'll, we should talk about that another time. Oh, that's a good, yeah. That's a good idea. So. <laughs> But yeah, just in general, they may like make appearances, whatever. So we gotta find. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something you should just know about us. You know, as you're learning all these stories and facts about us, maybe you'll get a better understanding of who we are, um, and how awesome we are. Um, yeah. And you should get yourself a support Barbie doll. Definitely. Um. Also, the more money we make on the podcast, we can buy our dolls fancy Victoria's Secret lingerie and twin with them. How fucking cute would that be? That's such a good point. <laughs> like, we like sewing, but we also want them to be bougie. Bougie as fuck, you're right. Um, and should we introduce another character to this podcast, which is Margot's little sister? Oh, yeah. Should I get her? Um, yeah, or do you, do you first want to give some background about those stories about her? Yeah, you know, I'm just going to call her up really quickly. Okay. Should I, should I start just talking about something? While you're <laughs> Come on here! <laughs> we keep her in the basement sometimes. I don't mind that. Um. Let's give some context. Yes. Tell the colander story. Oh, so one time when my sister was little, she was like to my mom, she's maybe three or something, mommy, mommy, she was so excited, I peed in a bowl. My mom was, you know, unimpressed, she was like, oh great, I have to clean up my kid's pee. (laughs) And she was was like, at least it's not on the floor, like at least it's in a bowl. Yeah, it's not on the floor, at least it's in a bowl. And then she came over and she realized that the bowl was a colander. <laughs> what a good story. Tell the shower story. Tell the shower story. Tell the shower story. Okay, so this summer, <laughs> it was just this summer. Was that Mark? Mark, she's 11. <laughs> I was at Marco's house in Fire Island and, um, we were all just like sitting in the living room and she was taking a shit in the bathroom and then um she calls out that there's no toilet paper <laughs> and Margaret's mom is like don't worry I'll go get some um you know like can you wait like five ten minutes and then <laughs> she goes into the shower and cleans herself in the shower 
<laughs> and then uses one of the towels. <laughs> and Margaret's mom was so mad. Because she, like, destroyed the shower and got, like, covered in shit. And then she had to, like, clean up the shit full shower. <laughs> it was such, like, a panic moment for Jen. She couldn't just wait or handle. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, couldn't handle me. Which is pretty, you know, that's actually pretty understandable. Um, Here's a little brother story. I have an older brother. I won't disclose any information about him because he can be pretty dangerous. I don't want him to come at me for this. But sometimes if I'm in the bathroom, how my house is, is there's like a little tiny room with a toilet. And then right next to it is kind of connected the shower and the sink together. So sometimes when I'm in the bathroom, just taking a piss, taking a shit, doing whatever, looking on my phone, he'll come in bang on the door so aggressively as if he's a psycho and then he'll go and pee in the shower and he will not rinse it out there will be dried pee all over the shower and our bathroom will smell um and that's the life of living with a 24 7 stoned 18 year old i can bury that her brother Especially when he was younger, it was kind of cray. He would, like, attack us and whatever. Yeah, remember, like, remember he, like, hired you to fold his clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holding his clothes. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of bathroom use, Margot, will you tell the story of when you tried to flush yourself down the toilet? Oh, Yeah. Wait, Maybe Jen, Jen will come first. Let's interview her quickly. I'm like, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're introducing Genevieve. She's 11. She's a beautiful young woman um, who resembles Margot so closely. Why don't you come sit down here? Um, and we're going to interview you for our podcast. Okay. 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 You have to articulate um, so is it true that you tried to clean your shit by taking a shower? <laughs> wait, wait, you're breaking up. Can you repeat that? Is it true that you tried to clean yourself by taking a shower after shitting? Well, I've done it a lot. Thank you how, so much. How has that ever worked for you? <laughs> it works every time. No, it doesn't. <laughs> we had to clean. <laughs> mother had to clean the shower. <laughs> well, she just chose to do that. Each there wasn't anything on the shower. What do you mean? There was any poop on the shower. She just Why would she clean it? Because she's like, she's not a neat freak. 
All right, thank you, Genevieve. Thanks so much, Jen. She's fun. She's fun. She's fun. But they're really needy, actually. A little bit. So that's a problem. Yeah, I've actually known Genevieve longer than she's known herself. Fun fact. It's a really fun fact. It's true. Very true. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, tell the tell the flushing yourself down the toilet story. Oh yeah, one time I like told my family that I was going to flush myself down the toilet and they did not listen. And so I made the flushing noise in the bathroom. They got distracted. And then I ran upstairs to the bathtub. They went looking for me in the bathroom, saw that I wasn't there. And we're like, where did she go? She had locked herself in the bathroom. Cause I was really sly about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And finally they, um, they were really weirded out. They were like, did she, you flush yourself down the toilet. Finally, they find me in the bathtub, and I said that I came through the drain. And they believed you. They like got their drains tightened because they didn't want like a little girl fitting through the drain. Because you know that's bad for your house. If you that is, it clogs. Um. Yeah. I feel like this is just a good storytelling episode today. Um, I want to tell a story, a harrowing, harrowing, harrowing story. Last week, it was just last week, I was on, I was finishing up my Zoom science class, and um, I, ha- I had received a call right after my science class from a friend who had the same Spanish, I had Spanish class next, and the friend had the same Spanish teacher. So, um, in the first, you know, 10 minutes of the Spanish class, my teacher will sometimes play a song while people join the Zoom. And I was, I had received the call. So I, I had to join the Zoom for attendance and I turned my camera off. Um, it was actually Google Meet. So it turns out, um, well, yeah, anyway. So then we were on the phone for like the full 10 minutes. We were talking about boys named boys we were probably being pretty rude um my grandpa came in I had a five minute conversation with my grandpa um I was making coffee in the kitchen um and then I went and sat down you know class was about to start and she said what class are you in and um I told her what class I was in my teacher um sometimes has a funny voice so when I told her the name of the teacher I imitated his voice in a pretty disrespectful way. Um, I'm not proud of that. And then, um, from that same voice, I hear over there, I hear over the computer, you're not on mute. Um, I don't even know how to describe how I felt in that moment. Pretty mortified. And I was like, oh my God, maybe he just heard that one minute. I look through the chat 10 minutes ago Everybody was texting in the Google Meet Zoom chat. Um, You're not on mute. Put her on mute. Why can't you put her on mute? Can someone mute her? Your your, um, microphone is on. I even had someone in my class text me. So that was a pretty rough 10 minutes of my life. Um, I immediately left the class and I wrote him a couple apology emails. So that's the dangers of online school. The most embarrassing Zoom story I've yet to hear. 
I feel like I would much rather, like, my Zoom see me pee or something. Like, mm-hmm. may, I don't know. That's pretty bad. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Not poop. Yeah. Pee, not poop, yeah. Because it's also so embarrassing going to Zoom because they're like, wow, you really can't wait another... I, like, if I'm going to the bathroom and Zoom, I don't say anything. I just, like, turn my camera off and, like, go. I just, like, I just go where I'm sitting. I just, like, go in my chair. (laughs) The other thing is that I was listening to Rain On Me the other day on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, to my classmates, like, oh, do you want to hear Rain On Me? And nobody really responded. (laughs) (laughs) Mute myself and started playing it for the class. So did and, they um, like it? I like kind of danced to it a little, but nobody really responded. It was sort of awkward. That's kind of cute, but less though. Awkward. Yeah. Are you doing homework right now? No, I just was drawing a star. Okay. I don't like when you do homework. He really does not like when I do homework. Really don't. It's important. We should pay attention. Mm-hmm. Speaking of school, um, I'm actually a pretty bad reader. As a lot of people know, I'm not like illiterate. I'm just, like, a slow reader. I don't really like reading that much, Um, which is kind of weird because I love writing. I love writing stories, anything, but I'm just kind of bad at reading, and um, the reason I was realizing was because when I was learning how to read in first and second grade, I had this little group of friends, and any time we would be, like, reading those learn how to read books um that are the most basic things that people learn how to read with um we would put sticky note pages that we were supposed to annotate with inside our books we would pass each other notes and just kind of talk to each other and like gossip throughout the whole class and I did this for about two years while I was learning how to read which um I'm realizing is kind of the reason two years like the, like the big two years of like learning how to read basic books um and so then I was like you know third grade rolls around we're reading chapter books um I kind of like sometimes had my mom read them for me or I would kind of just like make stuff up about them and I think you know I'm realizing maybe that was a bad choice um but c'est la vie. I'm here now and I think that just goes to show, like, it's really the, the young years that are important. The fundamentals. The, the fact that they're even still teaching us so much, it feels more, like, oppressive. Yeah. That, I mean, I see the appeal. There's still more to learn. But I, there's definitely a way to minimize it. Yeah, I feel like we really spend a little too much time in school, you know? That is a pretty privileged statement. Education is very important, and we're so lucky to have educations. But it feels like a lot. Feels like a lot. Feels like there's a better balance. Yeah. But you know what? I actually have a really good balance right now. I'm taking three classes on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and that's all. And it's just from 7 to 10 in the morning. And... I'm pretty happy with that. I feel like school should always be like that. That's really nice. I have about an hour of homework a week, and I'm pretty happy with it. All right. Um, 
should how how are we doing on time um we're we, 32 minutes and seven seconds um, if you're still here listening thank you i'm so glad you're enjoying this um unless you're not unless maybe you're cyberbullying us maybe you're you're texting someone about how stupid we sound but you know what the important thing is that um let's yeah. try to guess doing right now okay i'm guessing that you're lying in bed listening to this you can stop listening to the podcast when we guess what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) but otherwise you can't hang up i'm guessing that you are listening to this and playing a drinking game with every time we say something funny you have to take a shot and I'm guessing you're pretty drunk right now. I bet you can't even hear me say this. You're so drunk. Because we're like, so funny. This is amazing. I'm guessing that you are um, cooking. I was going to say that. Maybe you're making a snack. Maybe you're <laughs> making peanut butter and apples. How specific would that be? If you're making peanut butter and apples, you have to Venmo me $10 right now. Literally, please do that. Yeah. If you're making peanut butter on red apples, twenty dollars to both of us. <laughs> to both of us. If you are making crunchy peanut butter on red apples slices, who who has peanut butter on apples if you don't cut the apple up? Imagine just putting peanut butter on a round full apple, <laughs> then like eating it. Your favorite technique is to like put a bunch on the stem. What if people just, like, put peanut butter on their tongue first and then bite the apple? Ooh. Or you know that, yeah, you know that little hole, the little bowl where the stem is? You could fill that with peanut butter. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I call that the stem hole. Mm, stem hole. You know what's something cute I realized? So you know that TikTok trend, hate to bring up TikTok, but whatever, um, where... People compare their childhood crush to, like, their boyfriend or the person they like right now. I do know. I was thinking, if I had a boyfriend, who would I compare them to? And I realized my main childhood crush was Macklemore. Do you remember that? Like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Macklemore. Look up a picture of Macklemore right now. No, I know what Macklemore looks like. No, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners. Look up a picture of Macklemore. Let's see, Macklemore. And one thing that I even loved about him is he has the same birthday as Margot Schiller here. Actually, wait, he still is pretty sexy. He's pretty sexy. He is pretty sexy. I wasn't that far off. Oh my God, here's a picture of Drake. Why are his eyes so far apart? My God. That's a good thing. No, like, it's not. Um, and what else? Today, I made some cranberry juice. I think it's good for your bladder. Um, I knew someone once, I had a relative who had a bladder infection, drank a lot of cranberry juice. I've been having, like, these weird instances where I really need to pee and, like, it really hurts. That is definitely, that's a UTI. That's, yeah, get that checked out. No, I don't have a UTI, I don't have a UTI. Well, you know what? Why don't you drink cranberry juice? See if that helps. I should. Um, 
Today I was watching some SNL while Margaret was doing her homework. And um, I was watching some Pete Davidson. And I was thinking, this man is so sexy. I don't know if I want to be with him or if I want to be him. Um, I just love him so much, as everybody does. That doesn't make me special for loving Pete Davidson. But I was, it, it made me wonder. Um, he was actually compared to Dobby the house elf. Um, and that didn't even make him less attractive for me. I don't care. Um, I think, what is it that makes Pete Davidson so attractive? You know, it's an interesting question because he had a real blow up. He did. Like, to be unattractive. Like when he was with Ariana Grande, that was not cute. No, like when he was a teenager. <gasps> oh my God, you know? So you know how I work, I used to work at a movie theater in Massachusetts, like a small movie theater. And once, this is a true story. I was selling popcorn there and Pete Davidson came by and asked for a plastic fork. Wait, I feel like I remember you saying that. Yeah. But at the time, the worst part is, at the time, I didn't even know who he was. I didn't even recognize him. Someone was just like, oh, Ariana's ex-boyfriend. And I was like, okay. But, like, yeah. if had, Pete David had said done that now, I would have been like, hey, Pete, can we please go smoke a bowl together? And he'd be like, yeah. And then once I had gotten him high, I'd be like, are we about to kiss right now? And then we would. So cute. Wouldn't that be cute? And then our love story would be how Pete Davidson met this 14-year-old, 16-year-old <laughs> at a movie theater and fell in love. That's such a good idea, getting high with Pete Davidson. I want to like, do it so bad. Margo, tell your Bradley Cooper story. Oh, my God. Should I? Actually, so, I don't know. What if, like, is that... Is that too stalkery? No, I'm proud. Yeah, tell it, tell it. Um, over quarantine, I'm like a really big A Star is Born fan. We could actually maybe hear some reflections on that later, though everyone would get bored. Yeah, I'll jot that down. <laughs> um, I decided I wanted to meet Bradley Cooper. He's um a real hottie, and I love him. And literally, I would date him at period, including right now even with the gap in ages. Anyway, I decided I wanted to meet him. And I quickly learned that I wasn't just, didn't just want to meet him. I was going to meet him. This was a goal. And so I like found his coffee shop. I found where he lives. Nothing much, nothing much. Um, and wait, wait, can I say how? There was a paparazzi picture of him holding a coffee cup Michael looked up the coffee place. Turns out he goes there all the time. He has merch and everything. Yeah. And so basically I drove to the coffee place and just drove up and down the blocks near it mm-hmm. until I found um, the house that matched like paparazzi pictures of the house. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, after like months, I, I found him. I met him. And I told him how much I loved him. And he was so nice. Like, he's actually so nice. I I love that story. And I want you to make that happen with me and Pete Davidson. And maybe, what if if your first time smoking is with Pete Davidson? Imagine how amazing that would be. I would do it for Pete Davidson. Oh, my God. That makes me so (laughs) happy. Like, that would be amazing. I, my, 
my soul would be filled with so much joy for so long. You know what I would love even more? What? If my first time smoking was with Dave Chappelle. What if we saw Dave Chappelle and Pete Davidson walking down the street together and they both came and smoked a bowl with us? Wait, that would be even a so couple. Awesome. And you know what? I would even give them some free weed. You'd have to give them free weed. Obviously, I would give them free yeah, What if they like... offered us free weed? Oh my god, that's a fantasy world, Willa. Oh, you're right, you're so right. I mean, what if they just saw us walking down the street and were like, hey, you guys got any bud? And we were like, we actually do. The only problem with this situation is that we would have to go to Staten Island. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, he has to film SNL at like 30 Rockefeller Plaza. You're right. But also, um, I actually heard a story mm-hmm. about how Dave Chappelle did do that exact thing. What? He went up to like some kids' apartment who were fans and they all smoked together. No way. And yeah, it was crazy. I think that's so crazy. Right, I think we should actually make this a goal. Maybe if we ever do that, we'll like make a podcast with Pete Davidson or something. It's a great idea. We so tune in. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Anchor. And, um, you know, keep an ear out. And follow us in life. Like, follow our journey. Follow our journey. Follow us. Yeah, like, I mean, following on the phone, that's that's kind of stupid. Follow us as people. Yeah. We can give you us. so much good advice. This was a very advice. <laughs> So. Oh my god, should we have like a little advice column at the end of each episode? Yeah. Send in should. questions, we'll give you some advice. Maybe we'll just make up some questions for the first one. Um, Margot, what do you think of... Or should we just play them out? Play what? Should we play them out? Play what out? The audience. Oh, yes. All right. We'll play you out. We'll All right. Do, throw it backwards. That's actually kind of fun. A one, two. A one, two, three, four. The Mar. Wait, no, the. No, no. Wait, wait. It's the Willa and Margot show. Start over. A one, two. A one, two, three, four. The Willa and Margot Show.